probably, probably need to uh, <clears throat> roll your pants up just a little bit. <laughs> oh, see, these is Sean John. So I got to get my swing on. Son, what has happened to your priorities? <laughs> oh, nah, see, it was all about what was under the hood. Now I'm trying to be on top of the hood. I am, Pluto. Cause I'm a politician on a mission. I'm so groovy. I got power. I'm so groovy. I got power. That's true. I just bought it. Oh, that's true. Somali Bros Podcast, episode 98. Blue up. Perks of Miley. Mm hmm. Flying Jane. Mm hmm. I just face. Mm hmm. I don't know her name. Mm hmm. Tom Brady, Tony Snow. I just back Dojo. Going crazy at the jewel. Mm-hmm. I just saw it out my door. Candy yams in the park, man. Hey, happy Friday, like happy Friday, new Pluto. I, I never liked you. We ready? Maybe yes, it's on my sleeve. Nine. Pouring my little codeine. Blind your eye with my ring. You ain't never gonna see me. Mm-hmm. I can tell it. Let it rock, real. High fashion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John Madden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five sex. Mm-hmm. No relation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bought the jet. Mm-hmm. 60K. Mm-hmm. Hey, nine. Austin Powell. Trey don't never let the music rock. It's sad. I like I like to get right to it, man. It's sad. I like to get right to it. Get the Dropiana in, and then we rocking. Yo, 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 it's the Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 98. This is the, uh... Leo, never pick a number! It's crazy! What you mean? I ain't even looking no players, because I said... I know a 98. Who? I don't know why. I, I don't know my 98. I was going to say Robert Mathis or somebody. I don't know. I, I thought like he was 93, though. No, that's Dwight Freeney. Bro, it's 98 is a, tough, is a tough number. But yeah, 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 we back. Happy Friday. We headed right into the weekend. We got new music, new, new future. I never yep. liked you. What else new music did we get this uh this Friday, y'all? I would say notably that. Oh, you can go Brian Arakpo if you want. Trash games. I was going to say Brian Arakpo episode. And I said 98. Tony Saragusa episode. Nothing else 98? All okay, these, yeah. Saragusa. Saragusa. Yeah. Turn up, man. 98 weeks consistent, man. We've been doing this shit for 98 straight weeks. In a row. And some of y'all been listening and sitting with us for 98 straight weeks. Turn up. Shout out to y'all. Sorry for those first episodes. Sorry for the first 50 episodes, for real. But we was getting our, you know what I'm saying, our footing, I think. Man, when people start, when people be like, look, I'm about to start listening to y'all podcasts, I always be like, look, start from the back. Start from this week. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> don't listen to episode yeah. two. That shit is rough. I don't even want to sit with this right here. Hold on, let me get this uh thing right there. Go ahead. And, uh, nah, nah, nah. You straight. You straight. You straight. I, I hope y'all are excited for this new uh, future. Honestly, I'm excited for the new future. I don't know if we're gonna start there, but I guess we can. Um, by this time, everybody has probably heard it, but I'm excited for the new future. I mean, I like the track list. I like the uh, the album length. You know, future normally give you 24, 26 tracks, and you like six, yeah. unless you're Terrence and you like it. But you know, future albums normally grow on me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying they normally take time to, I, and I end up fucking with it later. Like I didn't appreciate that groovy track until 
Years later. Years later. Years later. I was trying to tell her, I'm so excited for this album. This, I'm probably been more excited for this album than any other album that's coming out. Uh, at least, of course, Kendrick, we're we going to be excited for that. But even sure. still, like, I need this album. <laughs> Just Honestly, that. It's called and, I Never Liked You. Yep. Hey, look. And people were talking about... Oh my bad, you, no, you got you shit off because I know you. I know you can resonate with the title. No, I'm just saying like I feel like future is like the dark, misunderstood guy that I feel like. Look, he's off, but we can relate to bro. You know? Yeah. You know how they don't cast out certain people because you know how that one person has that fucked up friend. Your girl might have that fucked up ass friend that treat her like shit, but she stay friends with her, and you like, damn, mm -hmm. why you stay friends with her? She like, yo, I'm never gonna let her fall, even though she got her flaws. Yep. To me, future is like that. Like, all right, bet. Y'all say whatever y'all want, whatever. Seven baby mamas, whatever. But bottom line, it's like, yo, this nigga low-key is relatable. To me, he's relatable in that toxic way. He's going to say the shit that mm -hmm. you've been, been thinking, but... Yeah. And he's like the trap king. Like, he could give you some relatable shit, but then he could give you fuck up some commas. What does that have to do with trapping? Fuck up the commas is a strip club. No, nah, when I say trap, I mean like the music. Oh, okay. Well, like, yeah. And honestly, I'm not even going to lie. He's got an impressive track list. You got a, a Thug and Gunner track. You got an ESTG on that joint. He's popping right now. Two Drizzy, free, two drizzy features. One with Thames. And we just fresh off Fountains. I'm ready for all of this. It's just like, all right, bet. I'm honestly, y'all. I think he's going to chart better than, than we think. It's about to be so fire. Uh, I hope that y'all are listening to it and it's fire right now. Because look, we're going to have it by then. Right. And you know what I was telling people online? Because people were like, why are we so, why are we worried about people's first week numbers? Why, why, why do people sit around and try to guess what people are going to do? Why are people sitting around guessing like what people are going to chart? Right. And I was telling people, I was like, I watch niggas the whole football season say, Arizona Cardinals plus 200, this team minus 900. Everybody's making predictions and betting and parlaying. I said, if niggas could parlay on album sales and shit, they would do that. No, it's no really, just, it's, not, it's not like nobody's trying to do anything. It's just like a prediction. It's like a... yeah. And we're not going. I mean, it's it's something that's been looked at in the industry for years. How you do your first week, mm -hmm. it doesn't tell you the greatness of your album all the time, but right, more so like your popularity or like your your promo. Yeah, it's what people think based on how you rolled out, how what singles you got and shit. People just try to get. Now speaking of rollouts, did you want to talk about Pusha T coming in at fifty five k or what he sell fifty k fifty five. 55. You had something to say about that. I don't know. If you I didn't think say that when we were talking about it. Earlier. Pusha T's album. Doing 55K doesn't speak to how good the album is, but it is astoundingly it is astoundingly low for me, for what I thought. I thought he would easily come in at like 80, 90. Think about it. When you're so used to platinum, that gold be bronze was the yeah, talk. Yeah, when you're so used to but, platinum, that gold be bronze. But this is the thing. His Money is the evil root. <laughs> his album did leak a couple days before, but even with the leak, like Dirk album did 45K last week. And his album been out for a month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just expected at least 70 from Push. But that's the but voice. It is. And it's the thing. Like, the whole... Him going number one was cool. Um, but I don't look at it as a W like some other number ones. I don't know. I guess that could look... I don't know if that could be looked at as hate or whatever. But mm -hmm. you did 56K and went number one. On yeah. 50K? We were just trashing five of yo two weeks ago for doing 40K. Damn, no bullshit. Oh, but he had all them features. But it, I don't know. But to Push's defense, his album did leak. I still expected more. I still didn't expect you to be doing Dirk, five, Dirk fifth week number. Damn, yeah. You didn't sell more than Kanye Dirk. album yeah. leaked and it did 92. But that is Kanye, though. You know what I'm saying? Kanye mm. did 90. Not leaked. Kanye put... um. 
his shit on uh on title title only only, and it still did almost 100k. I don't know. I think it speaks to first week first week numbers versus your actual art. And I was telling yeah. Terrell, his album is definitely not mm-hmm. valued at 55k opening week. Yeah. That's a dope album, you know. So that is definitely kind of like an L, but also it's my it might be like the I early signs of where the industry might be going. Kendrick yeah. about to tell us a lot. I don't think uh I don't think it's an L for push because his album was still good. It's like Fabio tried to do a different so. sound yeah, yeah. and then it didn't didn't sell well. So people are not playing it. But people are spending that push. I didn't like the push putting out all them yay verses. Yeah. I didn't like that, but I mean it is what it is. And I probably shouldn't have said L more so than just I think it's a reality check, bro. No, Kendrick about to come out, look, 150K first week. These young niggas that drop, you know? if, yeah. When these young niggas drop, they show up. If oh, Kendrick, Kendrick comes out with this dick ain't free, these niggas not I'll get ready to tell that. y'all. I was, Terrence, you, <laughs> no, I don't even do that because when I tried to say that last week, you wasn't trying to let me get my shit off when I was no, saying no, that no, the no, new no. people are not going to fuck with it if it's not what they want. And they're going to try their hard. Bro, I don't know if you understand how people thrive on negativity. They want it. There's people out there that want the kid to be bad so they can get online and talk I feel like shit. your message last week was a little bit different, more so as saying, if Thriller came out this week, this year, they wouldn't fuck with it. People would call I it me. I thought that you were saying that they wouldn't fuck with the music, but you're right. They could immediately shit on it. The album doesn't do good. I think people are going to see the greatness in like Dawn FM over Later. time. Yep. Even with almost, it's almost dry. Mm-hmm. A lot of Kanye albums. 100, yeah. We're shit on it, and now they're looked at as masterpieces. Mm-hmm. But um, honestly, don't. I, people was mad at me, too, because I was saying that Kendrick was only going... I don't think Kendrick going to do more than 350, 400K. They were like, nah, Kendrick is in that 600K boat. Nah, y'all. Kendrick is not with the Taylor Swifts and Drakes and Adele's when it comes to that. Damn, he might he might feel a way about you saying that. I am the Omega. You the Omega when it comes to this rap shit, one hundred. But when we talking about sales, he said, "Address me with four letters." Goat. King. K dot. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I think Kendrick is gonna come in around three fifty, four hundred k. Not because he can't do six hundred, but with no single, no heart, no promo, you're just gonna drop. I don't see you. Kanye had the most anticipated album of two years that he baked. On Donda, and he still did 350, 400, not five. So. All right, bet. Let's move past the music talk, bro. Come on. We weren't even supposed to talk, start with this. We supposed but to that is with... the point. Yeah. So fuck you. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you saying a whole lot of go, this. Go ahead, Skip. You annoying as shit, boy. <laughs> Sitting here looking like a domino. This nigga Dalmatian ready. How this nigga look like both sides of the... Pl- uh, you look like both sides of the kettle. You, you look- can't even call the pot nothing. <laughs> this nigga look like both sides of the pot calling the kettle is the pot calling. And what do you look like? You look like a nigga that swims Olympic, but it's your off day. You look like the you look this like an Olympic you work swimmer at the Olympics. You look like you work for the Olympics, boy. It's a million employees. <laughs> you one of them like shit. Okay, boy, you look like you wear one of them swim caps. Look at you. Goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing goggles when you swim take your shit to the next level. That's just a, that's just it a is. fact. And if you can open your eyes underwater, then you're a demon seed. If you can swim underwater and be like, you know, like you can look around. Yeah, see, that's the one thing. in the pool. In the movies, a nigga will jump in the saltiest lake that somebody dove in and look around. There's my grandmother's chain. <laughs> Fuck out of here. How do you see that shit? And it's dark as shit. Nigga don't got a flashlight or nothing. All right, look, what we really wanted to start. Elon Musk just bought Twitter. 
Yeah. For $43 billion. 44. 44. And I wrote 43. And I meant to tell myself to go write 44. <laughs> Maybe if you stop taking notes like uh, Blue's Clues, father, then you'd be all right. You look like you was the nigga who came on after Blue. What's the nigga? It wasn't Steve. You look like that other nigga, Greg or whatever his he name was. was. That nigga didn't even like his ass. <laughs> Fuck this motherfucker. Look, kids. Fuck him. <laughs> didn't but, um, Steve recently come back and say stuff like, I had he, to... I had to do this and I had to do that. He came back and was like, "Yeah, I had to take a break." It was dope. That shit was insane. I felt like that was crazy. Like they told us that he was on crack and that's why he left. When we was little kids, they told us that. It's like, yo, this is somebody that like I felt like watched me like when I was young, like a, like a babysitter type thing. Like when I was yay high, I was like, yeah. "Yo, Blues Clues and Steve." Mm-hmm. Anyway, now, Paprika got a whole. I think Paprika got kids now. Y'all doing Blues Clues? I'm talking Twitter Blue. Hey, Elon, are we going to keep Twitter blue? We got different <laughs> stories. We got different, yeah. Oh, you are somebody that pays for Twitter blue, so you, are you ready for your, authentic, your authentication to come? I'm or? ready for all of that. I'm paying, and I've been paying. And even Elon, what's going to be done for those who've been paying? Because <laughs> I've been had Twitter blue when we had the old manager. Look, I'm going to be the nigga that's in there, the old manager. Let me return it 50 days outside. <laughs> Get your old ass out of here, nigga. Let me tell you, let me read Elon's statement on buying Twitter. He said, free speech is the bedrock. And I know y'all already heard it a bunch of times. But uh, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy. And Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. That's Mm. a great ass sentence. As a nigga that likes to write stuff like that. Um, I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, decrease, I'm sorry, defeating the spam bots and authenticating all humans, which is what we got to talk about. Yes, sir. What the hell does that mean? Authenticating all humans. I think that means not making somebody feel like they can't be around because of their opinion. If Twitter is about free speech, then regardless of what you're saying, you should be able to come on here and say it. What if you're saying some racist shit? Now, if you're saying something that's hateful, it's free speech. Now, that's the thing. Think about it. It got to a point where you couldn't even talk about the vaccine. Your tweet is getting covered with CDC notifications and shit. Like, you, like look at Kyrie Irving. You see Kyrie Irving tweeting? Everybody was like, bro, you had to have been shadow banned because I've never seen your Twitter ever. Bro, I've never seen Kyrie Irving's tweets come around oh, since yeah. Elon Musk bought Twitter. And I think is he going to make it so that, and look, y'all. Not any in any way am I saying that this is a good thing. We more so just reporting that this has happened. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. We know what Elon has done with all the other stuff, but. Yeah, I feel like there's upside and there's downside. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, and this is what I wanted to say. Everybody is getting on their soul by saying $44 billion could end homelessness. Or he could have taken $44 billion to combat climate change. This is my thing. I don't know. I guess I don't know if, if it's just, just me, a me thought. But I don't really fuck with people that are saying stuff like that because it's like, what do y'all expect? This country, I don't, uh, America is not that. I don't even see him giving $20 billion to fix that and them using it for that. We would still have homeless people. I don't. I don't see that happening. Yeah. I also don't expect him to do that. And America wasn't built on that. We're not even that country. 
And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Biden just pledge to Congress that he wants to send 40 plus billion to Ukraine? 30, 33 billion more to Ukraine. Yeah. So that's my thing. It's like America has built around people being billionaires and then there's, there's poverty. Yeah. I don't expect this billionaire to have the mindset to do that. So while you're right in saying he could have used that for that. And my thing is like, y'all me, it's like why are we even give? saying this? He's not going to do that. That would be him giving his money away. Like, I think he bought Twitter so that he could eventually take it to a new level, level and then get rid of it. You know, I don't think that he spent forty four billion dollars because he didn't know what to do with it. He just wanted to give it away. Nah, he I think he bought this as like an asset. Now, this is my thing. This is what people this is what people want to know. What is the hidden agenda behind you spending forty four dollars for forty four billion dollars for Twitter? Bobby Wagner just got to the Rams. Um, he was saying, he tweeted something that said, like, it's something when somebody can just buy where everybody talks. It's something to think about where you can just buy, you can just buy this space. I think he's going to turn it into something else. I think he's going to have people pay. Um, I think just because we have so many members on Twitter doesn't mean it now doesn't belong to somebody. What do you, you got to think about? Jack Dorsey, and this is, this is my girl was telling me something like this. She was like, Jack Dorsey still kind of had more power, in a sense, than Elon. Even though Elon is the richest man in the world, Jack Dorsey owns Twitter. And 25% of the world uses Twitter or something like that. Like 25% of people are on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So for him to now own that is like... It gives you more of a, you're the biggest political platform. Is now owned by the richest man in the world. In terms of like what to say, people like think about it. Politicians all campaign via Twitter. Yeah. Donald Trump got kicked off of Twitter as the president. You know what I'm saying? Damn yeah. So it is well, in the U.S. I'm saying, um, but that's how people can. That's how people connect. It's like the biggest platform, and now you own it. Now you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I think, y'all, we starting to see that real pivotal change in the world. And I think we're not going to have the things that we've had our whole lives for the rest of our lives. Meaning the things that we use now, we're using them now until the world changes and they come out with something else. Or you come out with something else. But as far as Twitter, somebody owned it before. Elon being the richest man in the world buying it is kind of intimidating. But I also feel like what could he really do to hurt Twitter? People think he's going to get on there and what? Make it so that none of us can tweet anymore? All right, bet. Then we all going to be on Facebook and Instagram. Fuck it. Like if he bought, if Elon Musk bought some other shit, then we could worry. Like say Elon Musk goes and buys... Something that what we all use, something we all use. Like this nigga buys like the supply to water and now he controls how we all get water. I can see saying, damn, this motherfucker might have a bad day and cut our water off. Something mm -hmm. we need to survive. Twitter, we don't need to survive. You just get on there and tweet your bullshit and get off. You know what people are thinking though? What? In order for you to get authenticated on Twitter, right? You got to like take a picture of your ID so you can prove it's you. That's how you, that's a part of you getting your blue check is that picture of your ID. So a lot of people are like... They're going to steal our identities. Oh, my God. But you know what I said? This is Your my identity thing. is already out there. I <laughs> said, what can Elon do that you haven't... What can Elon take from you that you haven't already given to your phone? Your phone has your whole face scan, eyeballs, no Everything shape. in it. 
You've had a camera. Your Apple wallet that's full of everything. Your medical card. That's exactly what I was about to say. I said this. The people that are talking like that seem like the people that's like, oh, I don't want to up. I don't want to get no. I don't want to do that Apple ID. Look, I don't want to back my phone up with Apple. Fuck that. They might be looking at my info. You mean the 17 pictures you have <laughs> and, and one word response text messages. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, man, it's yeah. crazy. But you wanted to pivot that, though. You wanted to pivot that to the value of Twitter, right? And how... Oh, yeah. Twitter is even worth $44 billion. Why? Who's on there making Twitter worth $44 billion? And, well, we were having a conversation on Twitter about the value of black Twitter and what it did for the value of, of Twitter as a whole. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't... Like, if you've been on Twitter... I've been on, me and Terrence have been on Twitter since 2009. It's 2012. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Um, we've been on, everywhere. We've been on Twitter for 13 years. And the shit has changed. Twitter went from, yeah, your boy, look, that, that math. <laughs> but um, watch, I'm still wrong. <laughs> it was really 14. <laughs> but we watched Twitter change. Mm-hmm. When we got on Twitter, it was chill. It kind of started popping. And then it got quiet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, like, when Vine took off and then Snapchat took off for real. Niggas was on Instagram, Snapchat, and you still had your Twitter, but it wasn't as popping as it was the last, let's say, four or five years. Yeah. Twitter has become, or had kind of gotten back popping. And I mean, it's always been popping, but it really kind of hit an apex this last four or five years, where now you got politicians on there. Barack Obama wasn't on Twitter in 2012 campaigning. You know what I'm saying? Even in 2016, it wasn't really like that. But now 20, it's like that 2020. Yeah, it was all up and through Twitter. I don't know. I think. Um, and then Donald Trump used Twitter for his entire presidency. Oh, for sure. I don't know if you just said that already, but yeah, yeah. Like that's what I was saying. 2016, that wasn't happening. But mm-hmm. in 2020, it was it it was like subtle in 2016. It was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, the, the president's page is just POTUS. Yeah, whatever. It wasn't so much on Twitter. Twitter, he would get on there and just say something. But I do think black Twitter had a huge role in the value of Twitter going up and more people using Twitter from outlets to brands. Yeah. Number one, because like when now you got Burger King tweeting. You got all these different companies that are tweeting and saying, we pushing P. I'm about to say, yeah, they're not just tweeting. They're tweeting to appeal to that culture, which is like, it's funny because there's Popeyes everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's Burger Kings and IHOPs everywhere, Wendy's everywhere, but their main social media platforms tweet to a specific community sometimes or mm-hmm. tweet like a specific community. So we're not really trying to get up here and talk about ownership or nothing like that, more so than just progression and like the way that things have changed. And I think the black Twitter has definitely had a huge impact on Twitter being this place to come for. Free speech, creativity, coming mm. in, making it like a, you know what I'm saying? A funny, entertaining timeline. You remember Twitter earlier? It was, everybody was talking about what they were actively doing instead of how they felt. Yep. I'm sitting here writing this paper and I can't think of anything. You had more of an opportunity to tell a girl, what you writing about? I'm writing about this. And then y'all had this little TL convo. You yep. rarely see that these days because people are not saying what they're doing. People are saying how they feel, what they thought, what they experienced. Yep. Twitter is full of agenda. It's full of marketing now. 
and this, and and you made a good point because Black Twitter controls how everybody markets. I don't care what nobody say. Mm-hmm. The fact that Gunna said pushing P and then everybody got up there, all of these brands, everybody pushing P, all these brands in the verses, and then getting on 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 Twitter and tweeting. Cause you don't you didn't see P everywhere on Instagram or Facebook. That shit was on Twitter everywhere. That shit was all over Twitter. Burger King's tweeting Subway. Yeah. Oh, I uh, know. Um, Subway tweeting. Oh, who I forget? Some of a sandwich shop. But it just goes to show you, like, all right, bet whatever they make. I would definitely be doing be cool. that. Man, y'all sandwich ain't even pee. <laughs> <laughs> I would throw mad shade at whatever restaurant was close by. Have y'all seen they buns? You really want to eat a sandwich of that? You're going to be like uh, McDowell's from... Uh, talking real, yeah. He was talking crazy about McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. They have the Big Mac. We have the Big Mac. The Big he Mac. He really just copied their whole <laughs> shit. Copied their whole style. <laughs> We're coming to America. But uh, but yeah, so we'll, I mean, well, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm excited for Elon owning Twitter more than I'm going to be sitting here thinking that he's going to destroy everything. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. That's my biggest thing, too. I don't know. I feel like there's upside, but there's also downside. But at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to keep tweeting. We're going to find something else to do. You're... All right, well, what's next? We'll see what's about to happen next, okay? You know what? I don't. Did you see that Tennessee bill that passed? No, I, I didn't. I did want to say yeah. something about that. Tennessee passes a bill that will require drunk drivers to pay restitution similar to child support if they kill the parent of a minor. So if okay. you're driving drunk... And you kill somebody, and they have a kid that's a minor under 18, you now have to pay them restitution. That's kind of like child support. Mm. Now, do you have to rely on them sending that every month? Nah. Because I would rather the government give I hope they that take that person, shit out of you. And then, yeah, they just charge yeah. you. Yeah. Like, I think if you go to court, and they say, you got to get this person $500, the court is going to give them $500, and then you really just paying the government back that five. Right? I'm I don't think sh- they... I don't think, when they say, all right, you're going to be forced to pay this person $300, right? Doesn't this person just automatically get the 300 Or would they still have to then wait for this motherfucker to get a job? Oh, yeah, you know, I don't know. Because I know they can get in trouble for not paying their child support. And that's why I'm thinking, child support to me, I think it's, you're going to have to, I think you're paying a, I don't know. Look at me, no experience. Good, good. I don't want experience with that. The people that say no, nah, cause see what what happens is no. Nah, I, I appreciate that, them people though, low key, cause they have the experience. I don't want that's the experience that I don't want. Maybe I don't want it neither. But low key, they have it. But that's true though. But you know what? I like that bill, and I think I think that bill should pass everywhere. If you're driving drunk and you kill somebody's parent because of you, yeah, one hundred percent. I think that that is a bill that I feel like should been around even before this. If you kill anybody, I feel like you should have to pay their family, whoever you take out of this world. You should have to pay something. That would be a nice mm-hmm. thing to. I said, look, if you kill somebody drunk driving, your whole family got to now pay. I'm telling, I think I was telling my girl that. And she was like, why would you do that? Because, look, that means I got to pay for my look. I got a brother that I don't talk to and I got to pay. I said, do you know how many less people would die if their whole family on code? Damn, that would suck, though. You go out there and do some bullshit and now we all got to pay? You had that one cousin that go, that's always fucked up and going out right. there. You can't control him. You know? Yeah. This nigga can't. go out there speeding because he got a motorcycle business or whatever. You're like, nigga, you about to put all of us at risk. Uh, we would kill you off. Right. We were talking about how there's... Cruise control. There's, there's documentaries about people that kill off people that they know they're their beneficiary for. Meaning like your job is set up to where if you die, I get money 
Oh, you set me and up. And I'm like, your, like the husband kills the wife and takes the money. And they found out he killed her. 100. We watched or the. Or people uh, and their parents. Yeah. We watched the John Wayne Gacy tapes uh, documentary on Netflix. Y'all watched it already and seen the whole thing? It's only three episodes. It's like a three part. Motherfuckers be watching shit on Netflix. And I, I swear that shit was just not, just the first <laughs> drop. <laughs> what? That joint? That joint was crazy, bro. He was just killing people and putting them under the little, in the fucking crawl space. That's crazy. But he was attracted to them boys, man. I'm telling you, some people are just crazy in this world. Some people are just wild as shit. And them motherfuckers are sitting right next to you. You go into the gym every day. You go into a certain place every day. And you think, look at these people. They all in here. They uh-huh. like me. Nah. They looking at you. Think that nigga see you doing a good you think rap? That nigga see you doing a good rap? That nigga looking at that core for real. He uh-huh. trying to get all on that core. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, but yeah. for real, for real, low key. That's the part to me. That's the part of being fearless in this world. I don't care if it was five. Uh, you know what I'm saying? LGBTQ dudes. Obvious might not be on, you know what I'm saying? We might not be thinking the same. I'm going, oh, we work, if we all working out, I'm not worried about none of that. Right. I got plenty, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a part of being fearless in, the, in this world. I'm, I'm sorry. Nah, it is. You know and what I'm saying? When you not letting stuff like that make you say, look, I'm not fucking going to the gym. Oh, them fuckers be in there. That sound that. like you got a, <laughs> something to, to win that. Yeah. You American beat Beauty. That. Yeah. Remember American Beauty? Yeah, 100. 100. <laughs> see? But that was even more than... Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> you had to catch on what I was yeah. saying. Yeah. That's, that's, that'd be what it is. I can't be in there around that. Yeah. Because I might. You yeah. know? That's what they're going Wild and shit. Not really wild, but come on, man. Live your true colors. Y'all ever heard that song about Weekend? Fire. Fire. Starboy, right? Yes, sir. Look, the oh, worst yeah. Weekend album that he ever came out yeah. with. <laughs> Look, Weekend fans, what? Nah, they might agree. You said they might agree? It's tough, because he got... Trust me, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I told Terrell that I went to the grocery store, and I wanted to say this. I went to the grocery store, and I had a basket full of about... I would say about 18, 19 things. And I say that because y'all know the 15 or less side, mm-hmm. you got more than 15, you should do your due diligence and get in a line where they scan you out. But you know, n- niggas these days are pull a 50... 50 item cart full of shit to the self checkout. Oh, to, oh yeah. That's me. 100% And you scanning me. this big ass basket at self checkout. Did y'all know self checkout was supposed to be quick? Unless you had the Walmart joint. You get a whole station. They got bubble gum. I love it. They got, I love it. Yeah. And giant. If you go to the gym with, with your, own your own conveyor belt. belt. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's where you can take your 45. Hold on, wait. Who said that the self checkout was supposed to be about checking out quick? Well, I'm at the Safeway. The Safeway got eight lanes. Right? Uh-huh. Eight lanes of motherfuckers that you can go to. There's four things. You know what I'm saying? There's six, six self-checkouts. That's why I feel like self-checkout, they got rid of the 15 items or less line for that. Long story short, or less long, I got about 18 items. So I'm looking at the self-checkout. I say, you know what? I can go to self-checkout. Or I can just go down and go and get in this line. Like there's, like, maybe, like, there's nobody really in this line. So I stood behind this dude. When I looked to my left, I see the light come on. It was a six. You know what I'm saying? You know how I see a six. Mm-hmm. Six came on. I said, sign. I look over. I see this girl. She was like, I said, all right, bad. I'm about to go over here. There's nobody in this line. And I said, see that? You wanted to be a bitch-ass nigga and go over to the self-checkout and check your own shit out when guess what? You chose humanity. You chose to come over here and deal with actual people and not be a bitch. How does that make what? you a bitch? No, this is what I'm telling myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look, you because look, 
I was saying, nigga, you didn't want to stand in line because what, you don't want human interaction? You don't want to talk to nobody? You want to just scan your own items out? Look, I probably do, and that's probably fine, but I was t- this is what I'm telling myself. Like, you know what? Shout out to you for actually choosing to interact with people, and look at you. You get to cut the line. You get to be next. So I'm okay. putting myself up there. The girl was looking at me, and then I'm like, okay, she's cool, and I noticed how old she was. She was like about two or three years younger than me, right? And then she started looking at me, and I said, Damn, I might have fucked up getting this line. Oh shit! She started looking at me with the real, you know what they, you know what they call flirty eyes or the real starry eyes. Mm-hmm. And she started saying shit like, "You know, you're having a weird experience in the cafe, but with a comment on the shit that you get." Like I had the Rice Krispies. I eat the Rice Krispies for your workout. That's like pre-workout. If you take pre-workout, you go to the gym, you eat a Rice Krispie treat, nigga. You are gonna get an extra couple reps in. She said, "I just love Rice Krispie treats with the pre-workout." After your pre-workout. Oh, okay. Eat it like a, yeah. Take your pre-workout and then eat it. Take your pre-workout and then right when you about to, yeah. Oh, okay. Try, I don't know where we got that shit from. That was on TikTok <laughs> or some shit. But look, she picked up the Rice Krispies and said, I love these. These so good. These. And I said, oh, man, now I got to sit here and listen to this mm-hmm. motherfucker talk about everything. And then look, I'm, she's handing, look, we, <laughs> you know how they normally put it on a belt right behind you? And let the drink go down go to the down. end. Yeah. She's putting everything in every bag and handing me the bag and looking me dead in my ah! eyes every time she no! hand me a bag. <laughs> so I said, Jesus, I got to deal with this every bag. Then she would look. She handed me, I felt like it was like something. It was a little, you know, I had a little weight to it. And I grabbed, she said, strong, strong. <laughs> I could not wait to swipe my fucking card and leave. So that's what I was going to say, damn, bro. I beat myself up so bad for like wanting to go to self checkout instead. I was like, "Look at you! You didn't even look, and you got a free, and you still don't even want to get in her line." I get in her line. I had a horrible ass experience, but you know what I told myself? I appreciated that. I appreciated it because it reminded me to be tolerant of somebody else. I never treated that girl like shit. I didn't show her that I was annoyed or anything. I played ball with her. You know what I'm saying? And it felt like that was a chin check for me. Like, yo, people going to be out here and they going to yeah. flirt with you. They going to say stuff and you got to be able to hold your wits. If we, if we manage a world where everything is self-checkout, when we finally have that human interaction, it's going to be kind of like... It's so much friction, yeah. I don't even know how to... Yeah. Bro, I'm telling Fact. you, that shit was like... It was a bad thing, but low-key, it was so eye-opening for me. Because I'm like, damn, you know what? I didn't want to go and do that. But after I did it and I was annoyed, about, annoyed by it, I'm yep. like, damn, you know what? I actually appreciated how that made me feel not the best. Yep. But the experience of that? Nah, 100%. And you know what's crazy is that when you think about when we went to the grocery store with mom when we were little, right? Yeah. When we were little. When you go on a Saturday, go to the grocery store on Saturday, 2005. Right. Shit, Saturday 2022. Uh, there was at least 12 motherfuckers working lanes. There wasn't no such thing as a self-checkout yet. No way. No way. And so now when you go in the grocery store, every time I go in, no matter what day, self-checkout is open, and then there's one, one. person, maybe two, working a line. One person 15 hours left, one person at the regular, the regular lane. Even in Target now. Target used to be that way. Now I will wait, and you know what's crazy? It'll be three people or one person in the line with the regular person, and I will wait behind five motherfuckers at the self-checkout because yeah. I just don't be wanting to talk to people, bro. Yeah. I, and look, 
That was what I was battling. I said, look, you don't, I don't want to go. I don't want to have to deal with this. Then I get in the line thinking, you know what? Screw what they say. Look at me being a good human being. And I'm immediately hit with reality. But low key, it's like, damn, that is a reality check we need. A reminder that some people out here are more confident than you. I, I value that girl's confidence. She had no problem telling me exactly who she was, what she liked, what every fucking thing that I was buying, and then in, in, told, was telling me I was strong. If I wanted to get at that joint, I cut up. But, nah, you're right, though, because, go ahead. Put it like this. Mm-hmm. I'll flip the script. Let's say the shorty was bad, right? Mm-hmm. Bad as shit. Like, fine as hell. That interaction that I just had with that girl prepares you for that interaction with that bad joint at the gym that you've been trying to talk to Uh or the bad joint at the bookstore or the girl that works at the coffee shop. Those experiences, you getting in the line and having to create small talk with a stranger, it don't feel so awkward when you at brunch and you talking to shawty. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It don't feel so weird when you finally opening your mouth. When you sitting online and you doing all of your talking through texting on your phone. You're doing all your talking through tweets and emojis and you self-checking out and doing everything. You haven't talked to a real human being outside your family in how long? Yeah. I said, damn, I needed that because low key, when I go and talk to Shorty at the gym or I go to talk to Shorty at whatever, or I might want to do whatever, I'm not feeling like I ain't talked to nobody. Yeah, you'll come across a little bit. It'll be easier. It'll be smoother because she's going to be just as nervous as you are. You got to be able to withstand it. My boy Chris, shout out to my boy Chris. He used to work for me, work LG for years. I will give Chris the most. I would not even think that he would find her attractive. And he'd be like, yeah, bro. So back in the day, we used to bring each other receipts and stuff. I used to have people, they would sell, they'd bring me receipts. Yeah, so she got the TV, she got this, she got that. I got a number. And I'd be like, what? And he'd be like, bro, you got to practice, bro. You got to like practice and make sure you, still, you still got it. He yeah. said, I, he said if, if she said no, then I just didn't really care anyway. But it's the fact that. You have to practice, bro. And he would always do that. And it got to the point where he would be like, she got a TV. I got a number. And he yeah. just kept doing it. And look, <laughs> it ended up working out for him because what would Chris do at night? Motherfucker Chris was in them clubs. Motherfucker Chris was out at uh, somebody's no lounge getting somebody number to Figuring write that with. shit out. More opportunities you get. Yeah, that's true. Like people will walk past people. Like if, I, if it's an old lady walking up my steps. And fellas, I was going to tell y'all, this is advice to y'all. Like... Old lady walking up the steps. Do y'all know what we look like? Even it don't matter what race you are. Young man. Do you know what you look like to an older woman? You know what I mean? Was it nighttime or? Regardless of the time. If I'm walking down these steps. Yep. And it's an old woman coming up. I'm going to speak to her. Even if she don't speak back. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Good. Because you have respect. I get it, bro, coming up the steps, do all black hood, whatever. What up, bro? Or maybe not even, I might give him a nod, whatever. But, yeah. old lady, fellas, we should be moving around with respect. And I'm going to tell you, the women in your life, you're going to try to get a woman, you're going to try to, or whoever you're trying to get, that is a quality that people will see and value and say nothing about. But yep. really appreciate. When we around people, I can trust that he's not going to be a fucking asshole to this lady. I know yeah. if this lady come by, he's just going to speak and be nice. Or look, one day you going to have to meet your girl's parents. And you need to be ready you for that. You need to be able to shake that motherfucking room. You don't need to be. Let me tell y'all something. Hey, you want to talk about that you real quick? Miss Johnson, you know. Yeah, like. Still trying to do my, make my way. Young niggas. The one thing that me and Terrence were fortunate to have to deal with is, number one, when you a twin, you're forced into the 
y'all twins, who's the oldest, who's this from older women when you're little. Yeah. So we got used to talking to moms and aunts and random women in the store. My mother would, my mother is the most energetic. When we in the store, she's talking out loud. Why is this this price? Like, what is... Yeah. So people gravitate. And then when people see you got twins, and then it's like, oh my God. And she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And, then and you your parents, 100%, if you have, they have twins, will use you as little... Right. It's definitely a flex. Like, you get... Mom flex like right. shit. Right. You know? Right. Walk with me, though. Take that to school. The teacher's doing all that. You and your brother, come both of y'all stand right here. Remember they will make us stand back to back? Mm -hmm. And this is in front of every, all the in students. In front of everybody. So... Me and Terrell been not stars, but living that in the spotlight, spotlight all the like fucking whole, time. Whole life. Whole life. Then what? look, you go to fucking college. Now you got to force to do that. Then you get out of college, you work retail. So all of that sweat equity of meeting people. Oh, if, if, when I met my girl's mom, I knew she was going to fuck with me. I just knew it. Yeah, because I know how to talk I'm to I'm not coming out, stepping in the room like these niggas. Hey, how you doing? I was super like, hey, gave her a hug. Ask her that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's the shit to be proud that's of, what fellas. You got that's to it. Do, cause look, winning your girl or a girl mother over, cause you just a cool dude. That's better than just being this hard ass cool nigga. It is. No, it really is. Because look, when you leave, your girl's gonna go talk to her mom, right? About you, right? And now look, and then when you get on the mom side, your, the mom will start taking your side on shit. Well, know, maybe he ain't know, and maybe he didn't. Yeah, maybe. it's like you don't have to be cool your whole life, bro. Are you going to be that cool? Are you going to be too cool for your baby girl? That break niggas. Yeah. You was a real cool nigga, and then you got a, now you got a baby girl. Now you got, you know what I'm saying, your daddy voice. Uh-huh. That's real <laughs> life right there, though. You know? To me. No, nah, it really is. I'm not going to have no baby talk to my kids, though. Tad, yes, you will. When I'm you have a like baby, a oh, well, guess what? Uncle's coming with baby talk. The baby talk in the beginning, but low-key, I heard you shouldn't talk to your kids' baby talk for real long. You should start talking to them like another. I want my kid to no, be I mean, young yeah, but when they babies, like shit. When they babies, though, when they little babies. And nobody's saying that, that you need to, to do the baby talk when they damn three years old. Of course. But when you have a baby and they call you and they can't speak and you see that little head on FaceTime, <laughs> you're going to turn into a little kid. I'm going to have Mimi. Mimi going to be an adult by then. I can let Mimi watch the baby. Terrence, Mimi is already an adult. Mimi in there. She's already a dog, and by then she might be one of them sketchy cats. Never. Mimi. She might turn 12, 13, and start saying, fuck it. Or she could check out. Look at her. She ain't even turning around. She could be like, fuck it. I'm <laughs> her ear is this way. Get, girl, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's some real shit. Why? People do focus on trying to be cool for now instead of putting the sweat equity in and what's going to benefit you later. What's going to benefit you later. You got it. Terrell, you a smart nigga, bro. Hey, did you want to talk about your, uh, your shirt? For real though, because that's your man. I don't know if you ever said anything. Oh, if you if anybody watches destroying, this is just from the uh, y'all don't know. Terrell fucks with destroying heavy. That's my guy. Terrell really fucks with destroying. I gotta get this nigga tickets to a field with this nigga. Nah, I would never do one of them seven <laughs> on sevens. I will get I will get dogged. I will be a nigga out there just look walking around like Des Bryant. Yeah, not playing. <laughs> I think he's dope too. I think he's definitely dope. Nah, and need, that, that brother needs a job, too. All these kickers. I mean, honestly, yeah. We signing the sidekick, big leg Who nigga. did y'all sign that dude that was trash? Missed Sly? it? Nah, his name was something missed it. Well, something blew it. Chris blew it. Yeah, we definitely. He was trash. Y'all some trash niggas. We, we, make, we make some of the <laughs> dumbest mistakes ever. I swear, we just do shit that just gets you we laughed at. We are commanders. commanders. <laughs> 
Hey. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the sports and we'll talk draft and stuff like that because I know that was last night. Yep. Why y'all trip? I'm just fine. Hey, look. Um, what did I want to say? Oh, you know what? Matter of fact, you could, I know you had some shit. I'm a young black man. Terrence, I hate that. You can't do that. <laughs> Terrence already don't like that. You can't do that. <laughs> I fucking hate that boy. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> oh, all right. We can move past that. The Twitter timeline and the, I would say Instagram, social media, everything was popping about a day ago or maybe two days ago when this video of this white girl hit the internet and she oh, was yeah. rapping that little baby verse and she was... Spitting that joint word for word. Her friend was behind her. It was it was a turnt video. And that joint got a lot of mixed reactions. You got people who felt like it was a turnt video. They felt like that she nailed the lyrics and performance and that that it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people felt like it was cool to see a white girl spitting a whole baby verse. That was something that people felt like. People started inviting her to the cookout. Then you had people who actually really felt the way about it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, this is somebody singing, you know what I'm saying, uh, black music. You know what I'm saying? This is You don't see no black people in the video, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it just kind of seemed like we enjoyed it very much. Like I was about to say, like there was a lot of people who didn't have a problem with the girl rapping mm-hmm. more so than they had a problem with the response yes. to her rapping. I.e. people saying, ooh, she need to come to the cookout. Yeah, she could come to the cookout. Oh, wow, this was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to put the whole topic out in the, in the headline, Terrence. Yeah, so because we got to get Terrell's opinion on it. Because I'm not, I'm not saying how I feel. I'm just saying that's what happened, and Terrell, Terrell has thoughts go. I do not have, like, these crazy thoughts. I was just saying, I just said the two sides of it now. What side of it well, do you Well, Terrence basically just said everything that, that, I, that I thought. I don't have an issue with the girl doing that. I, you know, everybody's a music fan, whatever. I don't have an issue with her rapping that song. Yeah. I'm from the four, but I love me a threesome. Everybody knows that that was one of the tracks. It's a Drake track where baby y'all like washed. D- DM her, delete it. She my little secret. Y'all got secrets? Let me tell y'all. Did I don't. Like, let me tell y'all. I don't even know that whole verse like that. You know what I'm saying? So it was dope to see somebody, anybody rapping that joint that way. This is where my issue was. Because people was like, why do you always try to make stuff a race thing? Why are you always looking at stuff as black and white? First of all, this I'm looking at this as black and black. Mind your business. Because I don't have an issue with the white girl in the video. My issue is with all of you niggas you, that just niggas. did a little too much tippity tapping dancing around the video. That is all <laughs> I'm going to say. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. But I just think when I think about the culture, right, when you think about any other culture in the world, and this is the thing, black culture is so everybody that when I say our culture, people sometimes feel like, how can you say that's yours? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People will not let black people own rap. They won't. And we say, nah, we, rap is ours. They'll say, no, the fuck you don't know. No, the fuck it's not. Because Eminem, because we got... But think about it. If we were we to, if you start making different music, like if you start making, you know what I'm saying? Like if you started to, if you started doing things in other people's cultures, would they be as accepting? And this is my thing. Like the dude said, they don't repost y'all black ass singing Paramore. Honestly, that's exactly how I felt. It was cool that the video was going viral. That was fine. But all of this ended racism that she's invited to the cookout. Like we don't know yeah. what the fuck she really about behind her singing this track. But yeah. we just so, it just seemed we like. We invited her to the cookout. We yearned for this acceptance. They invited people to the cookout. That's how we got enslaved in the first damn place when they showed up at the show. Damn, no bullshit. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. 
We let motherfuckers ride on in because it was we, you know, we were people of love. We didn't, we weren't, we weren't, you know, what I'm saying crazy like that. We weren't, we didn't have that. We could. That's a completely different, deeper. Not 100, but definitely a good reference. But that's just how I felt about it. I felt like, all right, y'all, just relax. Like it's cool, but like it's crazy. Like they always talk about how black people, we just you can show black folks a magic trick, and we will be bought the fuck in. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. a nigga show up on the corner doing magic in the hood anywhere. Yeah, we will be like, God damn. And you know, we love magic because we don't know what the fuck it's about. But the same <laughs> token, when somebody that's not black does some something that regular black folks would just do, that would be white. Mm-hmm. It's just not, we just go a little too crazy. That's all. That was my only thing. We just be going too crazy sometimes. And we definitely gas people when they are not black and doing some stuff that normally black people do. Exactly. It's like Jeremy Lamb was cooking for that one. And look, we were all bought in. He sold out, the, sold out the garden, yeah. all of that. And I ain't gonna lie. Mans was balling. But it was definitely some extra hype behind that. I told Terrell, when I saw that video, y'all, I didn't like it, but I didn't love it. I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. I told Terrell, I actually fucked with it. I looked at it like, I didn't look at it like, oh, this is dope because she's rapping. I told Terrell, I said, I know how people are not going to like this, but I like, I told Terrell, it looked like somebody going to another nigga's hood and, and, and rapping like a diss song. And it's like, I'm in y'all niggas hood. I told Terrell, I thought it was, it was moving. It was like an episode of Atlanta. Man, it was like the last episode of Atlanta. It was like an episode of Atlanta for me because I said, damn, I'm enjoying the music because I enjoy this. This is what I love. It's your music. It's, yeah. Like, it's the music that I have no questions that I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing wrong with her singing it. It's just like, I can't even explain how that makes me feel. I Mm. felt like it was nothing wrong with it. But then I also felt how people felt where it was like, oh, we about to gas this. So and now it's making gonna, me yeah. not like it. Because you, you did see what happened. Exactly. Now What she's, song should I do next? Now it's a business. Now I'm about to turn up. You know what I'm saying? And Look at me now, issue. Chris Brown, Buster Rhymes. Now now we'll see you do that. Let's see you do that. Yeah, right. Make a fool of yourself. Buster Rhymes part only. And you know what I was going to say? This, this is very random. That's not impressive to me anymore. What? Singing the Buster Rhymes joint? Being Hold on, wait, able before, to do the Buster Rhymes Before you get verse, this, because you can't do it. But I 100% was able to do it when the song came out. All right, do it on the podcast right now. Sorry, I'm not about to do that shit. I just told you that shit is lame. You ready? Nah, because see, this is what I'm telling you. Do you know how many people probably listen to this podcast right now and think, oh, I can do the whole verse. You ever meet somebody, I can do the whole look at me now verse. You don't believe me? No, trust me, I believe you. I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> and I don't need you looking in my eyes for every word. You know? I'm feeling like I got to get away. Wait, get, get away, away, get away. But I know that I won't and I don't ever stop. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I'm not impressed anymore. But you know what I did want to say about that white girl? And um, if you look at the last episode of Atlanta, which I actually thoroughly enjoyed, yeah. that last episode, um, basically the dude was like, yo, I want some jollof rice, right? And the girl was like, what's jollof rice? So he took her to the Nigerian spot, right? got the rice, and she was watching him eat it. And then he came back to the spot. It was closed, and she had opened a food truck selling jollof rice in front. And he was like, what happened to Mimi? And he was like, she was like, look, I don't know. We contacted the owners of the building. So they basically put this woman out. But that's just a, that's an example. It's like a, it's like a, a, a stroke of the, the, the paintbrush of what really be happening. 
Nah, yeah, for sure. And that shit translates into how the society works. It's the reason why the white dude and joggers can run through any hood, the toughest hoods in America, and nobody will touch them. Yeah. Soon as your black ass walk through, you're getting robbed. And look, there's going to be people who say, man, I thought that she was just turned. I don't think it's that serious. I don't think it's that serious. And for real, for real, y'all, it's really not. It's just more so the reaction, y'all, that I think rubs people the wrong way. I want y'all to mm-hmm. think, like, if I, if I were to, me being, like, a regular black dude from America, if I were to do, like, let's say I was starting to do, like, Asian cuisine, right? You know what I'm saying? And I make a dish that's bomb. You wouldn't see... Asians and droves. A ton of Asians no, coming nice. out saying, oh my God, you nailed it. Look, if even if I really nailed it, mm-hmm. they would just let me know that I nailed it. They wouldn't then say, you know what? You're invited to the whatever they have. Right. Or included. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I couldn't then go and post, hey y'all, what Asian dishes should I make next? And then have a bunch of Asians in the comments. People are say. Yes, you could do that. Yes, you could. Nah, nah, you can't. And you know what? I love the way they protect their culture. Did you see what happened? I don't think it's nothing wrong with that. I love it. I I love that. Nothing wrong with that. I'm jealous of that. You see what happened when Ariana Grande started putting a little too much of a she like she started to go for that 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 anime look, right? Where she started to make her eyes look a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? She tried to slant her eyes just a little. All right, bet they checked her ass on that. Like, yo. What are you doing? All they got to do is say that, oh, this comes from a sacred, this is sacred, this is means a lot to us. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to stop doing it. Us right. doesn't fucking matter. Think about Nobody it. Nobody gives a fuck. Think about this, Terrence. When, when black people in America started wearing too many dashikis when the Black Panther came out, the people that was from the continent said, look, y'all need to chill that shit out because no y'all bullshit. don't know what the fuck y'all doing. Uh-huh. It's like, every, that's, why I, that, that's all I'm saying. I'm not even trying to be on a soapbox, but every culture is protected except... The one here. Black culture. Even though this one is the one that drives everything. Everything. It's the most, it's, it's like. The, it's the culture the, that's for It's everybody. the most aggravating shit. But yeah, y'all. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, no, you were saying. Uh, the Mallory bros are fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely not. Just very honest and very open and also open to discussion. I feel like I'm open to. Like, I've never been like. People think that I'm like real staunch on my opinion, but like I am. I mean, I am, but I'm also open to hear yours, though. Yeah, no, that's true. I used to yeah, be a yeah. nigga that was worth. Oh, fuck, fuck out of here, nigga. Fuck out of here. There are certain people I can't with listen to. other people. With Terrell, you y'all might see me get a little ridiculous. But with other mm-hmm. people, I would never be like that. You ever argue with a nigga and then he hit you and be like, "My bad, bro. That was just. I still fuck with y'all." I'm like, "Nah, I don't do that. Like, fuck that. Like, cuss me out. Get at me. I'm never gonna take yeah. that shit serious I'm unless you're talking one. crazy." I've blocked niggas because you, at this point you're talking crazy. If I say something about the Celtics, don't call me my name. Don't you know? Talk about the Wizards. Don't. It's that's different. But if we going back and forth and it get heated, nah, fuck out of here. Fuck that. You can get that off. I don't yeah. see that as disrespect. Nigga, you fucking tripping. All right, <laughs> oh, bro. I I literally go through that every day now. Yeah. It's almost like people wait for me to tweet to disagree. Terrell does. I'll be saying the most regular shit. No way. Maybe this will happen. This is the craziest shit I've ever heard. I said, maybe. This man Terrell got up there and said, if Drake put out a... Look, if he put out this y'all don't Kendrick... Y'all won't admit it. We're not going to get into it. Y'all but won't like, admit it. You can't sit here and say, I'll be tweeting the most regular shit. Nah, that's not regular. I skated off the... No, but that was, I was doing that on purpose. But y'all won't admit that. 
If Y'all Drizzy was to drop, that. if Drizzy was to put out Take Care 2, look, picture at the table. Like Take Care. Oh, no. Yeah. Pitch at the table. I wouldn't want him to ever May do a 13th. Take Care 2. May 13th. Y'all fuck that Kendrick album. Get my album. I'm dissing that nigga Or he put album. out something like the uh, the joint where had Lemon Pepper freestyle on it and all the other joints. The Scary Hours joint where he just put out a little EP. I'm just saying that it wouldn't he be would as He would fuck easy. up the game. He would fuck up that release date. He would. That'd be fucked up. And K-Dot, I think K-Dot had this album done for a minute. Terrell, Terrell, I think, is the only person that I told. We said this. K-Dot definitely knew what he was doing. He saw... He didn't want no smoke with that uh, Drizzy Donda release. He waited for that shit to wither right down, didn't uh-huh. he? He said, fuck it, I'm dropping the next fuck summer. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dropping next year. Yeah, because fuck that. Because think about it. Donda and CLB were supposed to come months before they actually came. Yeah. Kendrick could have planned for an end of the year. Nah, them niggas ain't put that shit out yet. <laughs> and Drake is petty <laughs> as shit because he waited for Kanye <laughs> was trying to get away from that nigga. <laughs> All right, uh, I don't know if you wanted to go to something different on your joint, but you know I got to build. I got. Did you see the man that proposed to the woman in the McDonald's in front of everybody? And she said no. Come on, bro. This my thing. Everybody was like, "What a fucking bitch! What a bitch!" I said, "Whoa!" <laughs> it was fucked up because my man, she's literally waiting. She, I don't know why they got a basket full of food. Like they was taking food back to a whole fucking school, but the man is literally behind her on her knee saying whatever, and she looks back and says some shit like. Why the fuck are you doing this and you already know that I'm, that we, whatever, basically. Yeah. So this is a case of a nigga that tried to like, I'm going to just say fuck, I'm gonna just say fuck me cheating or fuck me fucking this up or fuck the Projecting, projecting. I'm just you saying. You don't know that man's story. Obviously, y'all wasn't in the space for you to propose, Negro. <laughs> so he get, shitting on men. So he gets down on the knee. You just like embarrassed her because now everybody's killing her for saying no, but you know you shouldn't have proposed. Nah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't do it unless you fucking know you're going to nah, yeah. I would and never get on that knee without a, with a second thought, maybe. I would never do the Joe Button, Sin Santana, New York City, and, wait, and her walk away. And he looked dumb as hell, had to push the cart. Right, unless it was like the shorty that I met at the drive-thru at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? We got a story like that where it's like, I met you in McDonald's and we back in this McDonald's and like this is where we met and I get on a knee there. That is the only way I'm ever getting on a fucking knee at a McDonald's. Come on. So I'm going to get on a knee. You're going to say yes and we're going to sit down and eat a McGriddle, a hot cake, mm-hmm. a three, three hot cake combo with the sausage and, and an orange juice hot as hell. They don't put no ice in it for a reason why we don't know. <laughs> no point. Fuck, they don't put the ice in an orange juice. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But like, come on, bro. You got to be better than that. You know what I did want to say? People that work at Wendy's, what the fuck is the matter? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? They got the worst, they working at the worst fast food restaurant you. of all time. I'm That's at the, the window. With them. The dude said, can't take your order, whatever. I tell him I want the nugget joint with the fries, right? He just Sprite. Let me just tell you, because this shit pissed me off. I was like, he was like, what type of sauce? I said, I need barbecue, bro. A lot of barbecue. Because sometimes I dip the fries, but sometimes Wendy's got the best, best barbecue sauce. I, best I don't know barbecue knows. sauce. Wendy's and Popeye's. Popeye's. <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> but uh, I get up there. The dude had me, gave me two barbecue, right? Yeah. That's not enough. Soon as he hands me my bag, he walks all the way away from the window. So I'm like, okay, okay. let me look in my bag. Oh, 
He didn't give me extra barbecue. So I wait and think about, I waited like a minute for Buddy to come back. Mm -hmm. Think about it. 60 seconds. That's a long time. Uh, and look, I'm good. I got my food. I just need extra barbecue. He comes back like, he comes Fuck, back he looking like, warm. why am I here? I said, I need extra barbecue sauce, bro. And then look, he didn't say anything. Just walked away from the window and just let the window joint. Yeah, because you know, they, the window, they got them fucking broke ass. They got the spring loaded windows that. Yeah. that Yeah. So he walks away. I guess he was pissed off because he had to go to the box, go to the back to get a box, a new box. Because he brought this big brown box, opened it up, poured out a bunch of barbecue, brought me and was like, look, do you need anything else, sir? What I the said, fuck? I said, no, nah, I'm actually good, bro. Sped off on his ass. And I was pissed off because I got home and didn't have a straw. I should have said, take your black ass back there and get me a straw, nigga. Yeah, like, what's the That's problem? That's what you want? Right. That's what you want me to do, right? Right, because I'm giving you nothing but A1 quality. Look, you went all the way back there, came back. I didn't even trick on you. Like I just I just was cool. I'm just here for a barbecue sauce. Now you playing with me. This my right? thing, bro. Don't treat me like I'm just anybody out here. First of all, you don't know what I've done in my life. I could, because you know what? You won't want me to talk to your manager. Because Terrell has been the worst manager of managers. This nigga I've had Terrell, to listen to complain. Do y'all see I've how he is with service? Don't fuck with me. If I be chill, I was chilling. Just don't fuck with me. Yeah. Or I will fuck your whole career up. Y'all know somebody that teaches you how to like be serviceable. And like, you know how you go to a job and they say, we're going to pair you with this guy. And he's going to show you how to like get with customers and how to build sales and build relationships and rapport. This man, Terrell, they would send niggas from, they would send niggas from states away to train with Terrell. Not even states, I'm not gonna states. say States. States away to train with Terrell on how to run an entire, this nigga Terrell, when he get in little situations like but, that. Sorry, but Terrence, but that nigga don't, to, he don't let go. Like, I'd be like, yo, come on, bro. Like, you know, he, he, he 18, he 18. Anybody that has ever worked with me on a, me in, in their service, whether it was back when I was serving at TGI Fridays, it's like, that, they would, they would tell you, bro. I just don't have a tolerance for that now. And now that I'm out of that. Yeah. And when you younger, I know how people treat younger people. You have a, you and your girl, you take your girl to a, I know you probably went through this recently. You take your girl to a restaurant. You're still relatively young. So you know what they think? These niggas ain't about to leave me a tip. Nah, so yeah. you get trash service because yeah. they stereotype you from the door. I feel like that still, that still happens to me. I still walk in places and people don't say shit. I still go to places and people think they can just treat me like a yeah. young man. But you don't know what type of skin I got in whatever game you want. what I'm saying. We went to the Fridays the other, remember what, last week I went to Fridays. That nigga in there was fried when he came to our table. <laughs> that nigga was cooked. That nigga had the real gloss. He like he was just crying. He had his arm tucked like this. He was like, hey, what y'all doing? I'm about to be y'all server. And I'm like, nigga, you don't even know. I'm already on your shit. I know what a nigga that looks blazed look like. Y'all should have stopped fucking with him. That's what I said, but I said, nah. And that's why I said, I tweeted at, uh, another thing. If you ever go out with a girl and she look all right, y'all got to realize there's going to be pressures that you're going to have to face that's like, it, it's really not that big of a deal. But like, it's like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They had that little glass window. And Shorty was like, I feel like, I feel like it's somebody that's looking at me through the glass. When the niggas looking through the glass window and shit? Oh, yeah. And it's like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. That's why you can't, you can't go to Friday. I'm not anymore. about to go back there in a non-slip like, hey, 
keep your fucking eyes to yourself and then bust my ass back there try to fight a nigga with non-slip shoes. You back there in the Friday. They splashing you with, uh, what's the name of they sauce? Jack Daniel sauce. You in that joint brown slimy, sliding. Go and fight in the back of a restaurant if you want. No bullshit. They fuck you up by the expo. That nigga, I saw that nigga in the video, that nigga that walked in the back of the Buffalo Wild Wings. That nigga cleaned his ass up. Get the fuck from back here. You don't even got on non-slip, nigga. No bullshit. Funny as shit. Hey, speaking of these situations, you know, I had some questions for you that's funny. You know what? I don't know if this is on par with anything. Whatever. Whatever. You go outside, right? And your girl is out there with a baseball bat smashing your car, right? What do you do? Call the cops on her ass and tell them tase her ass. Taser. Taser. This your girl right they, now, though. Your girl. <laughs> your girl is randomly outside busting and breaking your, your car with a bat. Your girl. They would never happen to me. Look, but. that would never happen. But look, <laughs> out there, it's happening. What do you I do? would think, okay, look, she's crazy. And I know that's probably what everybody <laughs> would say. Everybody would say that. But dead ass, she would have had to have lost her goddamn mind. To come out there and do that, bro. Because, look, what the fuck are you doing? Now, I don't have no bullshit that would lead you to do anything like that. But what do you do? You see her smash your car. What's the I'm going to go out there do? and be like, if you don't stop, I'm going to call the cops and tell them to tase the shit out of you. <laughs> okay. Right That's here, cool. officer. Right here, officer. But you wouldn't touch her or attempt to stop her from hitting your car. Nah, you I have insurance. You wouldn't attempt to grab the bat. No, you know what? I probably would record her stupid ass because I got insurance. There we go. I would never. Uh, look, I don't get niggas that run out there with their liability. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't got full coverage. <laughs> no bullshit. There ain't nothing you can do. <laughs> but I got full coverage. So, I mean, if you're going to fuck my car, whatever. And that's why I only want to ask you that is because I was going to see if you was going to talk about it, if you were going to attempt to stop her. Nah. Only because, you go outside, your girl's wrecking anything, your girl breaking your P4, your girl's breaking. The only thing you should do is this. I'll walk out there just like this. Let me see your phone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going because I'm getting this all on camera. That would be me. But I'm not going to touch you. I ain't, ain't going to tell you stop. But I was thinking, damn, that would piss me off. If you see your girl busting. You know, I saw this girl. She was like, she was like hitting the window and it wouldn't break. <laughs> and then it finally broke. I couldn't sit and watch that. I'm like, fuck it. I can save a couple hey, of look, these windows. If you live at a house, uh, get the hose and, and spray, spray her ass. Spray her ass. She yep. don't want to stand out there soaked. Yeah. Or get your water gun. And and put, yeah, put that joint on super jet. She going to be going crazy. Put that joint on the... You know how you get to change the stream on the water hose? Yeah, put that joint on intense or, or whatever. A jet. You know? Yeah. Jet. <laughs> Splash her ass. Uh -huh. Look, don't touch her. Right. You shouldn't touch her. Now I was going to ask you this. this. is a different situation. Same thing baseball, but take away bat, take away car, and we're going to go game. You had a baseball game, right? A dude catches a, a home run, right? Yeah! Uh -huh. Big moment. He turns and attempts to give it to your girl. And your girl ain't never been to a baseball game before, so she thinks this is just how it is. But he says, hmm, let me find it. You know, you, know, you know what it is, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. You catch the home run, you normally give it to a little kid or a pretty girl. I was going to ask you this. He turns around to give your girl a home run catch. What do you do? How old is this nigga? He's older than you. An older guy? Older, 30. But look, clearly he's not there with his wife and family. 
Oh, he there with his boys. He could be shit. there with his men. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tricky one. I would have to be in that situation. Because, look, my girl's going to give me the ball anyway. She doesn't give a fuck about that shit. She's also going to leave with me. So you're not, it's not like you're going to win any points. You just gave me a home run ball. It's almost like if a nigga buys my girl a drink. She's going to bring the drink to me. Right. And you thank you, bro. Thank you. Appreciate your dog. Appreciate your dog. I might thank the nigga. Appreciate you, King. And but I'll have the ball. You thought you was getting a, a Mookie Betts home run ball? And, and, and give it to my shorty? And by, yeah. That's for me. And I'm glad you said that because guess what my answer would be? Let me see that ball, Bay. Hey, Gunner. Home run ball for you, sir. Oh, no bullshit. Hey, let me see that ball to this little girl, to this little boy. What the fuck do you think that this is? Nah, I might want that ball if it came from Mookie Betts. Nah, I'm going to give it to one of these little kids and make their life and make and, and, and what you do and do what you should have did. Because my thing is this, fellas, oh, you anybody know who right. goes to a home run game. All right, Terrell, you catch a home run ball from Mookie Betts. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, no bullshit. I'll give it away. A little kid catches a ball from Mookie Betts. Goes home, plays with it, cherishes it. It builds a baseball love in their brain. Yeah, I'd rather true. them go home with that. You trying to mack on my girl? You trying to get my girl a, a ball? Uh, what is this? What if he with all his men and he say, fuck you, nigga? We, I'm, look, we had the Ben Chili Bowl. I still haven't let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He gave it away. I'm looking at the nigga with my loaded fries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm never oh. letting that go. Fuck no. You not about to give my girl no type of ball. Fuck that. Composure, fellas. Composure. However, Are we doing it the right way. Thank you, brah. <laughs> yeah, give it to Connor. Or you want to fight now? Little, little. You chaser. didn't want the little kid to get it. Yeah. Well, if I got a kid and me and my me and my wife have a kid, all right. You know, that's completely completely different. different. And you I gave you. it to my family. That's respect. Yeah. Give it to my kid. Yeah. Like, what if you had a baseball game, your son goes for a foul ball. I'm going to lose my shit. A nigga mushes your son out the window. I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit. You didn't see the kid. You didn't see the video where the white girl was kicking the boy. Oh, Terrence, I, I can't. I can't. Oh, my God. I would never see the these hands. Little let go on a, on a white lady. I would lady, whoop her like, damn. There. And I wouldn't give a damn. But you know what? The dude said, this is the day I go to jail. Yeah, that's the day. <laughs> but look, Terrence. Did you see the little girl on the slide that wouldn't let the girl go down? And then yeah. she started, she started pinching and biting her. Yeah. Then like, the dude stepped in. Yeah, it's like you was letting her do too much already. I would have been like, "Hey, move your fucking legs. Who's fucking childish? I I'm going off on a parent. You know, remember when Dad used to turn up and he would turn fucking like a fucking Mr. Incredible? Yeah, it's like, yo, this nigga. What did he? I would, I would go there. And you don't realize how scary that is Who to your kid. Who the fuck child is this? Move. Hey. This your little girl? Because she's up here pinching and biting kids. Do you want me to fuck you up? You got your, your son's hand and your son crying? But you got to be careful because you don't want your kid to see you get kind of crazy. Because that yeah. can be traumatizing. Yeah. So you do got to kind of be chill. But it's like, um, I'm going to move your legs also, and you're going to let her go down. This is not a good response, I don't think. I think your real response is to do what that black dude did. He said, don't you bite my, don't, don't you bite her. It was, a, it was aggressive, but it was still parental. I'm not ready for that yet. Me neither. That's ready. why I said I'm not ready. But look, he grabbed his kid, removed her. I would walk up and say, excuse me, are you the mother of this young lady on the slide with the pink? Well, I'm just letting you know that she's over here biting people's kids. She just tried to bite my son. And quite frankly, I don't appreciate that. I ain't about to say nothing to you. I'm just bringing it to your, your attention. If she amp up, then yeah. Then... I'm 
I was telling my girl, I'm going to teach my kid to defend themselves. Hey, you see this pencil? Watch what happened when I put it in the shop. No, rush, 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 rush. See how- Hold up, Terrell. Hell no. See how sharp this is? If so, that motherfucker keep fucking with you, say, hey, miss, whatever. I need to sharpen this pencil. Rush, 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 rush. And now- And then you come Terrell, and you stick this joint right in this fucking eardrum. Terrell, why would you even say that? That's literally- I'm not ready for kids yet. I'm about to say 100% not ready. I wouldn't really do that, but teach your kid you do, if, if your kid come home and tell you somebody is bullying them, you know what you do? Buy them, I was telling my girl this, buy them a tin lunchbox. You know what them tin lunchboxes look like? The ones that open like that with the tray that opens? Yeah. Buy them that and say, you know what? Since he's fucking with you, right? When y'all get to class and he sits in his seat, I'm giving you permission to get up, take your tin lunchbox, and smack the Terrell, fuck out that's of him with not, the Terrell, you keep saying He's that. He's being bullied. What are you telling him to do? You're basically getting, fuck on, him you're up. getting on your podcast and saying that you would tell your kid to sharpen his pencil and put it in somebody's ear. That's a ear. joke. That's just a joke. Take a 10 thing and the hit him The lunchbox, smack his ass with this lunchbox. Right, if he's Terrell, fucking so, with you. So, all right, if my kid getting fucked with, I'm going to have a problem with your the Your kid's school, coming home with bruises. School and the parents, bro. School and parents. Let's say you did that and they're not doing nothing about it. Then we can go into the, t- to the 10 uh, school but, and shit, I might even do it. I might be at the school on a bring your kid to school day and act like I'm getting my son something and then just drop it down. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Timmy. <laughs> and you talking about me? Down. If you look, I got a soda can, a little Sprite can. <laughs> and you put a can of beans in it or something <laughs> heavy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. He have a knot on his head. I dropped the can earlier. Am I being ridiculous, y'all? One hundred percent. The eardrum thing was a little abrasive. That, that's just a, that's a joke. I don't really mean I would want somebody to stab somebody's kid in the ear. But if somebody's fucking with your kid, your kid's coming home bruised up, you done already told the teachers about it. They say, look, I mean, because that girl who was getting bullied, I mean, that little boy who was getting bullied, the dude teacher said, who was story did I watch? Yeah, he's a wild kid. Yeah, he's a wild kid. Um, Are y'all going to do anything about it? Bet, don't worry about it. I'm going to handle it. But me handling it is now about to arm my kid with something to protect himself. Take right. this 10 lunchbox. Nah, nah, nah. I 100% agree with that. That's it. If I mean, I've been telling y'all and my kid is going through hell, oh, we're not doing flight. Now we're doing fight. Now we're doing fight. So guess what we about to do when we go to school? You ever seen a rubber band? Put that bitch in the middle of your finger like this. Take the front side and pull it back. Uh-huh. And, get, and go right on the back of his neck. Uh-huh. And whack that motherfucker that in the back of That motherfucker going to sting and Mwah. ring all of that shit right there. Yep. <laughs> we giving little kids ass. Nah, did you see? I forget what celebrity said. When I was young, my, my little brother got his ass whooped, and I didn't do anything about it. My mother made me go and fight everybody that was involved, and my little brother had to tell my mother if I did it. And I would come home and say, Yeah, he, he got, my brother would say, Yeah, he got one today. Damn, was that Shannon? It might have been Shannon, but I don't know if it was. Uh-huh. All I know is some, that's how you teach, like, yo, if you're. Let's say you got two kids. Look, we two niggas that don't have kids yet. Let's say you got two kids. Seven and five. Your, your five-year-old get in a fight. The seven-year-old doesn't back him up. Or the, the five-year-old gets jumped. The seven-year-old doesn't back him up. That's not cool. Mm-mm. You can't think that that's okay. If a nigga... I don't give a fuck who it is. You can't fight Terrence in front of me without me jumping in. We're jumping you. You better, hope you, got a, you better hope you got a friend. 
You're not about to be fighting Terrell and I'm standing off on the side. Like we just going to whoop your ass together. Shit. This is my fucking business partner. I'm fighting for my business at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fighting for a whole lot more ooh, than a ooh, fight. What about your brother, you a love? Bottle thrown? I mean, of course. But you know what I'm saying? At this point, y'all need to know that I'm fighting for way more than just yeah. my bro. Exactly what he on the line. It's like a whole lot. Yeah, we fighting for like the fam. For real. You Not for real. Saying? For my history. If, if, if anything like that. But like, yeah. 100. Hopefully hopefully you have a friend that can, yeah, that can squabble. Teach a man to squabble. Speaking of, speaking of snowfall. <laughs> you want to go to TV? We can go to TV, yeah. We got to start pushing the, uh. But did you have anything else? Because I didn't really, wanna... not really on, on that, on those bases. All right, bet. We go to TV. Snow... I wrote TV early in the week. Snowfall, I mean, you want to talk about snowfall? Not really. I mean, it went off. The finale was cool. What did you think about the finale? A lot of people liked the finale episode. I felt like Snowfall finishes this season. Next season, they'll have an insecure finale season where it's a bunch of fan service and probably a bunch of payoffs. Let's think about uh, Snowfall ended. They're probably going to have Veronique's going to have a baby. Frank and Veronique might get married because she said put a ring on it before this baby comes. <laughs> it, and... We might see that. We might, you know what I'm saying? Look, Leon and, and what's her name? We'll see them pay off and go live somewhere, and they'll be living, and that's going to work out. We want to see Louis and Jerome and Franklin. They're going to have a kumbaya, and it's going to get real bad, and then it's going to get good at the end. Sissy is full of shit. She is the reason for all of the mess in their complete show. She got the nerve to be sitting there talking shit to Frank while he was high. That's because you're a son that doesn't listen to his mother and all, all this shit. Start <laughs> shitting on him. That was weird as fuck. Now you want to say, all right, let's go. Let's go to war with Louis and Jerome. Sissy. And Not you the Louis and Jerome. Make that Teddy of Teddy. And Louis. Oh, well, yeah. Louis and Jerome, he literally said, yo. Oh, he set them up to die, basically, with the, with the man came. Like, yo, I had to do this. And she's saying, the whole, I, he said, if you don't want to be around for this, I'm cool. But now, he said, who I turn into, you're not ready for that. And he, she basically said, let's go. Sissy, no. This whole show, I'm sorry, y'all. And this is what I don't get, Terrence. I don't see how Frank goes to the dude Kane and says, it was Louie. Louie was with you, though. Louie is your Either way, people. I'm going to fuck you up. That's your folks. That's like, I, I don't see a situation where somebody could do that. Me neither. And it don't happen nowhere else. Tony, with, Tony Soprano could not walk in anywhere and say, it was bonus hair. Like, that would never happen. Yeah. This motherfucker's a part of your family. So now we beefing. I don't give a fuck if y'all also have beef. I don't know. And like I said, Snowfall loves to do this thing where they put Frank in a situation and then they write Frank out of it. Frank don't even get himself out of this shit. Y'all not going to tell me that all he, look, Frank start losing his money. His money's missing. He's hand, his hands are completely tied. He gets with the, uh... Them two sisters, the gross sisters, basically, they can kill anybody. They on go. They just ready for war whenever. They be saying, fuck them and all of that. Frank called them, offered them some dough. Now that he's going to go on a hit spree and hit all the Louis spots. It's like, we watching niggas elevate to levels. Y'all can't make us think that because your show been on for five years that Franklin is five years older. You know? Not really. He not. You know? I felt like you didn't see free. I told Troy you didn't see free freeway, Ricky Ross, the real one. You didn't see him flying no fucking plane nowhere. That nigga had a bunch of money because of the system that he created. And let me tell you what black people do with our system. That's realistic. 
We get money, especially in the hood with drugs. Mm. We get money. And do we normally know how to flip it immediately? No. Franklin started flipping his money and look, all of that for what? All of his money flipped only to only be shut down. And this nigga's got to go around robbing niggas. What am I watching? It's cool, though. It's not bad. It just might not make a little sense. We just need to. They need to. They just nah, need it's, it's bad. Time. But they should have ended the season at five. Shows yeah. can end at five seasons. Yeah, like they got rid of. You, you, we're not gonna talk about spoilers. But anyway, um, Terrence doesn't watch Better Call Saul, but shout out to everybody that does. This season is on fire. It is. Yes. Wow. It is on fire. I can't wait to see how they're gonna end it. It will be the final season. That's back. Ozark is back today. Happy Friday. <sighs> Um, for those last, whatever, seven or eight episodes. Oh, yeah, turn up, man. That's big. That's big. Mm-hmm. The birds either going to meet their demise or we're going to figure out how the fuck they about to get away from this shit. But you got to fucking, what she said, you got to something me or fucking kill me. Oh, fuck it. All I, all I hear is that TikTok sound. Yeah, now. me too. Nigga in the gym. <laughs> um, Avatar 2, finally. I know Nathan said was some, somewhere rejoicing. To the highest of highs, to the fact that we finally get in this Avatar movie in uh, December of this year, they say. That mean how I, I just wonder how many years they've been sitting on footage. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. how it's going to look. I'm excited for it because I love the first Avatar. I love the first Avatar. I watch it a couple times a year. And y'all know I love Zoe Saldana, so that's Bay. Y'all know she wished us well not long ago, so let's not act like I'm just mm, regular fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sent me an email and we, we are pen pals. But I'm super excited for it because I feel like they've been working on this for a minute and it's going to be a generational thing, especially Avatar. Like, I remember when they announced that they were going to do five straight movies. Do you know how long ago the first Avatar, Avatar came out? What year, Terrell? The first uh, Avatar came out in like what? 2009. Watch. 2009. Nine. Telling you, man, it's a beautiful year. Ha. And they did some generational things. It's one of the biggest movies ever. Avatar. Came out in the golden year. And let me tell you, they said, remember? They didn't say that we'll be back in 2023. Them motherfuckers were supposed to come back way sooner in a than this. Years, yeah. <laughs> so I think they've been working on this for a minute. So I'm actually excited about it, y'all. Turn up. And then last but not least, Atlanta. Atlanta liked the last episode of Atlanta. The last episode of Atlanta was a very, it gave me a, a season one, two vibe. Yeah. Because it was, we got progression. We got a little bit of Earn and um, Van and their relationship. You know what I'm saying? Darius was doing what Darius does, yeah. which is teaching us shit while being in a random situation. And then Paperboy was doing what he was doing. Honestly, I, I really fucked with it. Paperboy. It was honestly funny as shit. Funny. It was funny. That was the first episode that I really liked. Um, and then to wrap up TV, CinemaCon was this past weekend at the um, the Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. Sony does it every year. Um, and so they announced the, the new Spider-Verse movie is coming. Um, Bullet Train got announced, which is the um, Brad Pitt, Bad Bunny, Marvel joint. Okay. Um, which is dope. Shout out to Bad Bunny, man. He's just doing great shit. He's, he's doing just, a soundtrack? Hell no. He's in the movie. Starring across. Can he Bre- act? Nigga, yes. He was in, uh, well, he got his start with what we're going to see, bro. Is he a Ronda Rousey type actor? Like, I mean, are we just excited because no, he's like, going to be in it? Or? Nah, he's going to, he's done like little shit before. Like, he had a role in Narcos. He had a role in some other stuff. But this is going to be his first run where he's like actually acting. Okay, yeah. 
I mean, fuck it. I mean, most artists transition to movies anyway. No, you're right. You're right. Um, uh, Viola Davis is doing a, a movie called The Woman King. It's about a all woman tribe, and she's like the leader. To- she's like the leader. She said this is like her. This is her Magna Carta. This is her. Yeah. Okay, so we'll Did see. you want me to talk about what I wanted to talk about about Viola? Or you think I should skip it? I mean, it's up to you. We got time for it. Uh, speaking of Viola Davis, I was just saying like the... Uh, well, you know, oh, yeah. you're not done on Comic-Con. Go ahead. Nah, that's pretty... That was it. That was all I had was the last thing was that Viola Davis is doing that. I watched Viola Davis and Oprah's interview with my parents or with my mom, really. It's funny. We were sitting there looking for stuff to watch and I just knew that Timberwolves game was on. And my mother was like... You know, I'm spending the day with my mom, so I don't want to be like, one, you don't want to say, let's watch the game. Because really, it's like, I want to watch the game. I know damn well my mother don't want to watch that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> she, look, she hovered right over on Netflix, you know, it automatically plays. They're going to start playing the preview of the Oprah. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Oprah and, uh, uh, what's her name? Not Olivia. Not Octavia. I always call her. Viola? I'm sorry. Viola, Viola Davis and Oprah have a special on Netflix. My mother hovered over that joint and started playing automatically. And I could just see Ma eating it up. Next thing you know, she just clicked. And I said, damn, we might have to watch this shit. <laughs> but I, I picked up some good things from it. Um, Viola Davis had definitely a, a challenging life growing up. Mm-hmm. Definitely wasn't an attractive person growing up, she felt like. And she, okay. I, it was dope how she said, I felt like I didn't have nothing to look forward to. She said, I felt like I'm ugly. So... People don't think you're pretty, so they're not going to be looking at you. I didn't think I was funny. She said, I just felt like it was nothing for me. Which I feel like, you go watch that, beautiful story. She got a book coming out. The book details a lot of that. A lot of what she went through in her early life. The one part of it that it really just rubbed me the wrong way, y'all, is she said that she prayed to God for a strong black man. And to me... And she made it seem like God answered her prayer. And I don't say that or bring that up to be negative about prayer, faith, religion. I'm 100% understood on that. However, my only question to her is, what does the ugly girl growing up, that same life you, you live, how does she receive that message? You make it seem as though you prayed to God for a man and he gave you this beautiful man out of nowhere. You don't even bring up, if you watch the interview, it's like, we're not even hearing about how y'all really even met for real. Maybe we already know. But like, this is Viola Davis. This is our cream of crop. This is the... Our Meryl, yep. She's our Meryl. She up there. You I are low-key disrespecting Meryl by saying it, but but you know, but she we is it. our Meryl. She has every award that Meryl has. Uh, everyone. Terrell, Oscar, Tony, Emmy. Y'all haven't watched. No. Y'all Terrence, haven't. Hell no. I would never let you do that. Terrell, I'm sorry. I'm not Terrence looking no. at this. Terrell, I'm not looking at this shit with no black and white lens, bro. Me either. We talking about pure raw talent. We now, talk, let me we put my about, the scenes up against talking your Meryl. Terrell, we talking about Elk, bro. You talking about, Tan, uh, you Tan, talking about a Meryl that's been around since she was in her youth acting. It, I'm sorry, Viola, Viola. You can't really relate yes, to that. Yes, she can. She can relate she to the can. talent. She can. But come on, bro. That It's like comparing LeBron to KD. Terrence. 
Viola, you're KD. No. But Meryl is Braun, this bro. Is, L- Meryl is Jordan. You think Meryl showed to the Oscars thinking about if she going to win? Meryl is Jordan. You think you think Meryl showed to the Oscars worried about winning? Do you I think Viola Davis about. does? Yes, you do. And Meryl has took L's too. Meryl has taken L's, but my thing is, look, Viola Davis, you're going to get up there and win, and you're going to get up there and say, oh, I'm opening the doors for Terrence. So Meryl. what? So what? So what? Been doing this. I'm a nigga that watched seven seasons of How to Get Away with Don't Meryl. Don't make me sorry. disrespect Viola. You know I love Viola Davis, and you know what? She Meryl is Meryl. Meryl haven't done nothing, in my opinion. I don't know what the hell. It just sounded like a tornado a minute ago. But um, Meryl haven't done nothing, in my opinion, that touches that scene from Fences. I'm sorry. I don't think so either. Show me. I don't think so Show either. Me. Whoa, 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 Show whoa, me. Whoa, 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 whoa. She's had some moments where she blew up. For Terrell, sure. you can't do this. I'm sorry. She's too good. She's nah, too Meryl. good, Terrell. She's too good. Meryl is and great. You're not, re- you're not Meryl, too red on, on, on Meryl. I think Meryl does a great job delivering her line. I think she's the best line deliverer, period. But when it comes to Viola raw emotion. Will, Viola will, will put respect on Meryl's name, Terrell. I'm but sorry. she sat there and said, I am just like her. I got this award. Got that award. Got that award. Got that. What else I got to do? Meryl is respected because, yeah, she's like royalty. Viola is royalty too, though. Viola, Viola. I got every award you got. That's why that I said. That don't make you on my fucking level. LeBron Mer- has a championship ring. Meryl is MVP, Jordan. MVP, all of that. Is he on the same level as Jordan? Me- yes. People say LeBron is the greatest of all time. He That's why I said Viola is Bron and Meryl is Winning Jordan. Winning an award doesn't make you I equal, feel like- though. But I feel like Meryl put work in for years, bro. I, 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 love, I love movies. What's the movie that I love with Meryl Streep and Woody Allen? It's just an old, old-ass movie. Brooklyn. See, you niggas have not seen Meryl. but you just sound uh, uh, like uh, these niggas. Uh, Viola Davis. I can't go and watch Viola Davis in a Brooklyn. Yes, you can. No, I cannot. Yes, you can. What, uh, what movie can I go and watch? Let me see how old was it. Let me see if it's called Brooklyn. Woody Allen. Man, you don't want fuck. You don't want to fuck with Viola, bro. I'm telling was you. Was Meryl Streep in that joint? You don't. She was. In what? Brooklyn. Yes, man. No, I'm sorry, not Brooklyn. Manhattan, 1979, bro. This is actually a very kind of weird movie, Terrell. I probably, I probably won't watch it. But Terrence. You sound just like the this people that say, oh, y'all didn't get to see Jordan do this, this, and this. Y'all didn't get to see... Right. Meryl Streep was in a movie in 79, right? And I need you to realize that in 1979, she was 30. <laughs> she was 30 years old, bro. Manhattan is a, is a, is a mustard seed for her career. But it is of the many... You know what I mean? Her work speak for itself. We're not going to disrespect Meryl, Terrell. But look, we're getting real long-winded on this. My we bad. We'll be talking about something else. Let's get it, shorty. Oh, this that shit right here, nigga. What's up? draft was this past yesterday mm-hmm. um hopefully everybody got who they wanted out of the draft i know we need some key pieces um in denver and i know y'all definitely probably the the washington fan to my left yeah they counting 
on whatever comes out of that draft. I was telling you, it's going to be definitely a very, very, very eventful night for Washington Commanders fans. The At first, we all were sold on, like, it seemed like one guy, Chris Olave, right? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, we had Kyle Hamilton that we that we think might slip. We got all these people that we thinking, mm-hmm. well, you know, we might get him. I watched our whole franchise looking at it, it seemed like maybe we were kind of sold on one guy. Now everybody's saying we better get him. We better get him. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, it's about to be a rough night. It really depends on who takes who. And then, because look, you, you can have your first choice, but if yeah. they go seventh, eighth, yeah. and you sitting at 11, then yeah. And I know it's a bunch of, I don't know who's going to go first. I think it's going to be that uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Um, damn, and it's crazy. Y'all already probably seen the draft. I know, right? So, Hopefully hope everybody get, gets what they get. Yeah. The squad, yeah. Basketball, though. No? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Playoff picture. Um, we got a lot of great games. We got a lot of game. It's gonna be some deciding game games sixes. tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's today? Today the twenty eighth. Okay, yeah. So to, we recording this on the twenty eighth. Oh, well, the day yesterday. Yeah. And so tonight you got the Suns and the Pelicans. And I don't see the Pelicans making out of that. So, so it's really gonna be Phoenix and. Uh, okay. Why was this such a close thing? Didn't something happen where somebody got hurt? Didn't Devin Booker get hurt? Mm-hmm. And he's still not playing, right? Still not playing. However, the Pelicans are putting up a... I think the Pelicans are shocking the world more so than the Phoenix. Phoenix is the number one seed. Pelicans was in the play-in. They balling off straight momentum, I feel like. Oh, okay. You know? Y'all, we done made it this far type shit. And I seen they was not fucking with Chris Paul. Nah, and honestly, y'all, y'all know... I, I, I don't know what it is about Chris Paul. If I played basketball, I would not fuck with the nigga either. It's just, I don't know what it is. When he retires, I'll treat him just like how I treated Kobe. When Kobe played, it was something about him that I just did not like. And it's the same thing with CP3. It could be just raw competitiveness. competitiveness but I feel like he's an asshole. You didn't see niggas pushing Kobe and saying, fuck Kobe, and you can take this out to the back. Well, kind of, yeah. Not but, at this point in his career. Nah, yeah, not, not old Kobe. But then again... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we use Kobe as the measuring stick for everything. Remember mm-hmm. when them niggas was wasn't happy after the game? Them niggas was smiling. Kyrie was smiling. They said look. NBA change. <laughs> Kobe, look, Kobe, Kobe wouldn't have. Kobe won and was like, "Job's not finished." Y'all not gonna admit it, but it's Let's like do what we came to do. Look, oh God, y'all <laughs> not gonna admit to the do. job we not finished thing do. with Kobe is admirable. But if I was a reporter back then, I'd be like, "Look, <laughs> nah." Just be happy you won this game, nigga. That's all we ask. But look you. at the diet. Look at the dichotomy of the two. They want him be. They want him to be more happy, right? But look at what they do when Kyrie and what's the name out there smiling after the loss. Really? We not saying smiles. <laughs> but that's different. We don't want you to smile after the loss. All right. Anyway, and this is the thing. Kobe was up three zero. That's why they said you're up three games or nothing. I mean, you yeah, should be like. But I what get am I it, smile though. for? He yeah. He was just too competitive, mamba mentality. I'm with it though. He was. But if I was a reporter, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fucking say anything. <laughs> Dallas and Utah tonight. Um, Dallas leads 3-2. Damn, and it's Y'all crazy because I don't one. know who's going to win that. As much as I want to say Dallas, Utah got ballers. Utah can go on two games to win. So, yeah. And then, My uh, prediction for that is going to be Phoenix and, and Utah. I don't see Dallas winning that series. I'm sorry. Even though Luka been balling, y'all going to call me cray. Watch Utah snatch that series. Unless I'm missing an injury. And then let me ask you this, too, because whoever wins that is going to go on to it probably play Phoenix. 
the bigger, I would say, story out of the West for me as a casual is like, Ja seems to be going crazy. And it seems, what I'm thinking is that they beat Minnesota tonight, because they play tomorrow, Friday. But I think they beat Minnesota, and then I don't know if they get past Golden State, even though they're number two seed and they're number three. What do you think? I don't know if I don't based on how they playing against Pat Bev and and I mean I feel like people were sleeping on the Timberwolves. They got ballers. They really do. They really have niggas that can just like Anthony Edwards is a fucking baller now. It's crazy how they have Carl Anthony Towns and him and it's like as a Wizards fan, can we get somebody? Rui Hachimura? Terrence. He's a baller, but all right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh I personally don't think that the Memphis Grizzlies can beat uh, the Golden, Golden State? State Warriors. Nah, because if I'm Steph Curry, you got me fucked up, young boy. Fuck that. As much as I love Ja, Ja be having off nights. And if I'm the uh, Golden State Warriors, I'm gonna put Gary Payton Jr. right on Ja. Yep, straps. That they have a they got a dope ass team to me. You got Ja fucked up. He's a he's a baller. He is. Ja Morant is arguably like I told y'all. Next AI, most improved player deserving to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jordan Poole balled out better, y'all. Desmond Bain balled out better. Got better, I'm sorry. But John ja Morant solidified his stardom. Look at what y'all saying about Trey Young. Before y'all say John ja, ja Morant doesn't re- deserve most improved player, look what y'all are saying about Trey Young. You see how last year when he went to his he went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, Trey Young. Feel me? Lost. Niggas now are saying, oh, Trey Young's not a star. Yeah, he's not a star because he showed up small. John Morant solidified his stardom this season. That's why he got most improved players. So what if he goes out here, loses, Minnesota wins, and then he's out? You going to say the same thing? Or are they going to be saying John's not a star? Nah, he's still a star. I think even what he did in this first round is like, like I didn't get the whole KD thing. KD and the, and the Brooklyn Nets choke, they lose. And people oh, are yeah. immediately saying, don't never bring up KD's name with LeBron ever again. And I felt like that was more so the LeBron fans not trying sure. to take advantage of Bron not being in the playoffs. So we just going shit on everybody y'all compare Bron to. It just looked bad. Look, you're the nigga that got out first. And you talking about the rest of the game. You know what I'm saying? What's the game where y'all shooting you out? Remember knockout? Uh-huh. Oh, God. You get knocked out first. You got you, you talking about everybody. Nigga, you out. Like Bron in Cancun, he not worried I about y'all. I do agree. Don't put. I I I agree. If Bron, I, I'm a casual, but I do think if Bron was on that Brooklyn team, they yeah. going to the finals. Mm. I don't think Bron is going to do what KD was doing in them second halves where he was Brick City. Yeah, I think KD went through a little Ben Simmons, something. Honestly, but it's kind of fucked he up. He was kind of like he even admitted being a little mentally out of it. Them two games. Yeah, and then Ben, the whole Ben Simmons thing as a casual, like. I don't understand why he's not playing, and I kind of just – it's just like, why are you even at the game? If you, you come in this joint, Balenciaga down. You got an order drip in the world. You standing out like a store thumb. And they're just losing. You're not hurt for real. Or is he hurt? I don't know. Is he still having a backache? Or? We've never known if you've been hurt. You know what's funny? Kels was saying the, the, the truest thing. Kels was like, uh, if I was on the sideline and I knew that niggas wanted me to play and I wasn't playing – Maybe I wouldn't wear such flashy gear. Kelly said, she said, I'd be in my, I would be in my team gear. Yeah. You know, like, if I'm playing for the Nets, I got the Brooklyn Nets sweater and then the pants and then fuck it. You out here clearly trying to 
look like a star. With all that orange all on. All this drip on. You're making all of this money, and you haven't played in an entire fucking year. But then your story, when you when people ask you about your craft and who you are, I'm a basketball player. I love the game of basketball. I just love basketball. Do you? That's what people bring up Kobe, and they say, yo, Kobe would never do this. Because Kobe was one of the best examples of somebody who displayed a true love for the game. Kobe said, I never let, I never, I never compromised my game. That's what he said. I never let anybody get in the way of that. So when everybody else was doing all of this other stuff, I never let none of that get in the way. Kobe always talked about how like players would go out at night. We go to these big cities. You probably see that video. And, they, and they're like, yo, we're going out tonight. And I'm like, nah, we should probably all get rest so we can just be prepared for the game. And they're like, no. He said, guys aren't going to listen. They're going to go out. He said, he, he yeah. said, I'm like, all right, I'll go out with you. But at 5 a.m., I'm knocking on your door. Come on, let's go. Because <laughs> he was that nigga. That type of determination inspired you niggas to play, Ben Simmons. That type of de determination, niggas will tell you, oh, I grew up on Kobe. I grew up on Braun, Jordan. All these niggas with determination. As a nigga who loved basketball, didn't have the skills to make it, like most people who watch basketball, it's like, damn, you in the league now. You don't want to get out there? Yeah. You in the league. <laughs> I would love to go to the bench, go and play and just sit on the bench. I never want to get out there. Cause I'm not that good. And that make us think you are not confident. And if you're good enough and you're ducking and it does not look good. It don't look good. And you didn't play no games this year. You just want to play on preseason next year. I'm like, we don't even got scrimmage footage of bro. Not even like him just scrimmaging with the nets. No practice. Like we can't even get the, the mellow hoodie footage where you just shooting some, you know, we getting this nigga doing little layups. A dunk, a basic ass dunk. All right. Even Zion is putting it between the legs and windmilling right, it before the game. At 500 pounds. Coming down on that ankle sideways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Terrence, let's push through this. Um, what do you think? What's your prediction for Milwaukee and Boston? You Come love on, Boston. Already know what's up. Y'all saw what Boston just did. Chris Middleton is out for the entire series against Boston. Did you know they just uh, announced that? Hell no. Boston in six at least. Y'all know I'm terrified of Giannis. I'm terrified of Giannis. But I got, we got our guy. Look, we got our guy. I'm like Shannon now. I'm clearly a Wizards fan. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> definitely Boston. And then Miami has, um, Miami's taking out Atlanta, Philly, and Toronto is tonight. You think they finished that tonight? Or, or, or. As much as y'all already know by now, but. Toronto won the last game, and they said Philly did not look good, and they said this series far from over. So if it's Philly, that's going to be a tough series. Miami, the number one seed, I'm still going with Philly, though. I'm not going to count out Joel Embiid. But, yeah. Okay, yeah. We're not going to do NBA picks every time, y'all, because the NBA is working very weird, it's you know? An, it's like a series, so we're not going to say, oh, look, it's two it's games series, to one. Yeah. For sure. Y'all know I don't give a damn about it anyway. I just do it because everybody wants to know. What Terrence thinks. And before we go on, bro, uh -huh. did you want to talk about Bad Baddie making $52 million on uh, OnlyFans? You want to say that for next week? I think that's incredible. No, we can talk about it. I think that's incredible. She made $52 million on, on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. $25 million she made in personal messages, meaning people sending her shit through messages and doing like Damn. private message work. And they said she didn't show her ass not once. And you know what I think? Even if she did show her ass, ladies... It might not be so hard to explain to your daughter. You know, you know the story they say? How is she going to explain this to her daughter? 
that the reason why. All right. It really might not be that hard to explain if you explain that you made $52 million in one year. What my daughter got to say. Go and make $52 in one year. Doing it the right way then. You know? Yeah. Remember we were talking about how your life is about choices. And all of y'all women are choosing to put over all your morals and all of this stuff up there. And guess what you don't have? 52 mil. That's it. That's it. But you have your dignity. But you have your dignity and morals. Not saying that like it's a bad thing. Right, I'm not, right, right, right. I'm not telling everybody to go out there and get OnlyFans. I'm just saying that is actually impressive as fuck. It is. $50 million. We thought it was impressive when, um, uh, what's her name? The drink that was just with GDG. DDG? It wasn't, uh, it's not Bia, but it's the other girl. She said something about uh, Nikki just recently on an interview. God damn, Terry. East African joint. Yeah. Not London. Not, I forget her name. Not Bia. It's not London. She looked like Bia. Lady, ain't her name like something with an R? Her name is uh who all has DDD Ruby Rose Ruby Rose when Ruby Rose made two hundred fifty grand or something like that we was like damn or oh, one million dollars yeah we was something like, like that damn, damn. fifty two million crazy also that also speaks to like the pervertedness of this world that girl is not twenty four twenty that girl what twenty one like that girl young as shit. And you got all of these men, look, sending all of these messages. I don't think that's the ladies in there doing that. So she started off on Maury, bro. Cash me outside. How about that? This is a prime example of taking advantage of your social media stardom. $52 million from a, from a Dr. Phil interview. Mm-hmm. And y'all see why we was having an issue with the how all it. And look, how you think she got, how you think cash me outside got famous? As big as it is. Right. Come How on. y'all think? That black Twitter effect. The black Twitter effect. She comes from black Twitter. She comes from... Exactly. Cash me outside. How about that? Became a meme on Twitter. Right. Then it was everywhere. Then it was everywhere. It was and about... She, it was, yeah, it, and how the, did she go get her money? Black culture. Yep. She started rapping, right? She had a dope song. Gucci Flip Flops. Terrence, that song was all right. No, it was not. It was, it was trash. All right, you can say that. But all, look, that joint did numbers. Got her ass fucking... Fucking with, look, Rich the Kid and these other young niggas got her look. Soon as she started running that wave, she started running with the, you know what I'm saying, whatever wave. Now yep. niggas want to see you naked. $52 million. $52 million. And then look, when we say y'all doing too much with this white girl rapping in the little baby track, it's y'all doing too much. It's not that serious. It's never that serious until it's $52 right. million that your people don't have. Your people don't get 50 Y'all think she's going to take $52 y'all million dollars and take it back to our community or hers? Right. You think she gonna still say cash me outside and be on all of that shit with fifty two million when she go get her education, figure out who she really is with that money? You think she gonna come back to us? No. Come on, y'all. And then when you. we say that, y'all say, well, why does she have to? Let me rephrase it. Are she gonna come back to who she got it from? No. Did she get that money for that? It was for it was for OnlyFans, but it was for OnlyFans. Come on, y'all. We just talking about your jack. We talking about how she got there yet? Right. That's why we were saying that. That's the only reason why we, I think people have an issue with that girl freestyling. But look, y'all look me. I don't give a damn. Oh my god, we didn't even give contact. Do y'all know the Cash Me Outside chick? She made fifty two million dollars yeah. only. <laughs> yeah, she made fifty two million dollars. The Cash Me Outside chick. It's Damn, incredible. I have to get her back. It's incredible. Whew. But um, but yeah, y'all. So ninety eight, ninety eight weeks, ninety eight weeks, dog. 
Them boys is up. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stopped. <laughs> you got the, uh... Yes, sir. Episode 98, episode 99, we got something special coming. Terrell don't probably not know, but turn up for 99, man. Yes, sir, man. Two nines. <laughs> Every Friday, let's get it.